Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 692. Uh, so we're going to do the community corkboard now. Katie Levine is sitting to my left uh, with her phone in hand, yeah. ready to tell us. Uh, someone, they didn't write their name, but they want to they want to promote their podcast called Superhero Speak. And it's a podcast about comic books and comic book related media. And you can find it at SuperheroSpeak.com slash WP. And uh, your mom follows them on Twitter, they said, which is at Superhero Speak. My mom will follow you on Twitter, <laughs> by the way. If you go to Nerdist Mom, she'll follow you on Twitter. Uh, also, I want to say that we're going to have a Nerdist podcast uh, panel at Comic-Con again this year. Yes. And it's going to be moderated by Jonah. I think Matt will be there, too. And then Pete Holmes, Emily Gordon, Kumail Nanjiani, 12-year-old Gil will be there. That's huge. Sex Nerd Sandra, yeah. And what it's, day is that? It's, at, it's on Friday, July 10th, and it's at 4.30 p.m. at the Horton Grand Theater. Fantastic. And I'll, I'll give more info about how to get tickets to it or how to get in. On the Comic-Con tip, um, I'm doing stand-up Friday night at the Balboa as part of the Fun Comfortable Tour. Um the winner of the of the uh, Totino's Favorite Comedian Contest, who was on the um, the stand up cluster, mm-hmm. which we're going to post very soon, uh, he's going to be there performing, and there will be a couple of surprise guests doing sets on that Friday night. The show's at seven thirty, I believe. Then Saturday night, we're doing two live podcast shows. The first one is at. Uh, 7.30 or 8, and then the next one is like around 10. Uh, but if you go to funcomfortabletour.com, you can get ticket links uh, and information for that. This episode is Lauren Lapkus, who is a brilliant improviser who's been on At Midnight before, uh, and she also it happens to be in Jurassic World right now, and a bunch of others. She's been on Orange is the New Black. She's has her own podcast, and she's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant comedy entity and uh and so much fun to have on so she's on a new show right now called clipped it's on tbs tuesdays at 10 p.m on tbs and tbs.com uh and uh that's number 692 with lauren lapkus now entering nerdist.com My 20 year old cousin is visiting. Uh, oh, just the one that immediately asked you where to get weed? Yep, and this is also <laughs> the one that uh, she was gone for three hours, and I texted her, I was like, Where'd you She was like, I'm gonna go walk up to like Colorado Boulevard, and I texted her, I was like, where, Where'd you go? And then she sent, I just got a picture from her smiling in front of the psychiatry museum, and she was like, <laughs> I went to the psychiatry museum, it was the best. <laughs> So oh, no, well, that, that's a Scientology yes, thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. So your cousin's now a Scientologist. Oh, no. no, but anyway, so this morning she was like, I'm going to walk to the beach. I'm like, no, you can't walk to the beach. I live like a half mile from here. <laughs> so, but like I was saying, technically she could. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. could. It would take three hours and 48 minutes to walk there. Uh, Quicker than driving. So she took my I was, she's like, "Well, how am I going to get to the beach?" I was like, "We well, could take a bus to the beach. It'll t- take an hour and a half." I was like, "I would drive you, but I have to be at this podcast at noon." And uh I didn't even think of that, but I was like, she's like, "Well, can I take your bike?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, take my bike." And then I got a text from her mother that said uh she's uh <laughs> the text was She's lost on a bike on the freeway crying. Oh, L- my God. Why'd why did you get on the, on the freeway? freeway? LOL. 
Do you think like her Google Maps was like go on the freeway? I th- I don't know if car? she hit bike route or whatever, and then she's like, and then the next text I guess is she got horrible. stopped by police. They searched her because that's insane. Uh, and she's at some Taco Bell. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez. What day? Every every by the way, signs. every inch of that story is sad. Yeah, uh, she said, uh, "Call her when you can to give her directions." The police drove her off the freeway. Oh my god! So I'm gonna go take care of that for a second, and then I'll be back. That's so sad. Matt, go rescue your cousin. Wow, uh, that's insane. This is why people hate Los Angeles when they visit it. Yeah, because they like don't know what happens. they're doing. Well, it's just that you I'd... can't, you can't, LA, you cannot treat it like a regular city. Don't use public transportation. Yeah, right. Public transportation is great. The subway is cool. Yes, but the bus systems are all fucked up. Well, yeah. it's, and and also and I told, scary. I told her, I was like, here's the deal: if you're gonna go, if you're gonna ride the bike to the beach, which is something I do all the time, but I ride the bike all the time. I was like. You go to Venice Boulevard, ride down to Venice yeah, Boulevard because so they have a bike lane, nice and wide. A nice wide bike lane. I just want to picture the it. moment where she's getting on well, the, the freeway and merging I don't with cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like how? That's... And that's like a, that's a lot of leg strength to go up those ramps. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there's like so many points where you could turn around. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Go, 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 go like, rescue man, your cousin. So much debris on the su- in this bike lane. <laughs> so many yeah, hubcaps. Also, I'm gonna guess which Taco Bell she's at. I'm gonna say it's probably the one on Venice, right? The one that has by the Starbucks and the Wendy's. Should we? Near I don't. The should we put down bets? I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'm getting. I don't think. Maybe. She made it that you think far. she got that far? No. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Probably like off the French or something like that. Hey, she he must, should I go get like... her. <laughs> <laughs> right, right well, the good news is he won't have to take the bike home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My trip to LA was a lot like Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing went right. Crazy. Oh, what a fun reference! That was a fun movie. <laughs> a fun reference. Me and uh, uh, Kamel and I uh, broke down the fact that I, all my references don't go past the year 2000. It's uh, every, I, I don't know how to reference anything past that year. Blaine Capatch can't go past 1989. Yeah. I yeah, can only right. reference two movies. What's that? And they're big and 13 around 30. Those are very <laughs> similar. And like Little Mermaid. Yes. Oh, very similar too. Big it's all and 13 around yeah. 30. Yeah. So, so t- <laughs> <laughs> two like severe body changing Yes, movies. that's all I care about. Which Did you prefer one or the big other? Big is my favorite, but 13 around 30. I also like 17 again, but. 17 again, it was very good. underrated movie. Yeah. I think that's when I fell in love with uh, Zac Efron. Yeah, I was kind of, I was like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. This guy's legit. Oh, that's not the one I thought it was. There was the oh, eighteen again. 18 I think again, was the one with Patrick Dempsey and. Uh, oh, I've George never Burns. seen that. Is that no? A body I don't switch? think it's. I don't think it's Patrick Dempsey. I think it's Charlie. Um, I think it's Charlie Schlatter. Poor man's Patrick Dempsey. Hey, come on, no, no, Charlie's funny. Just, uh, his dad was George Schlatter. He produced uh, all those old comedy specials. Yeah, so eighteen again is uh, an old man. Turns into a young guy. He's 81 on his 81st birthday. Um, turns into a young guy. It was around the same time as like Father Like Son when there was Body Switch movie. Yeah, and, that was and the, vice that, versa. That, you know, what well, about vice versa? Like vice versa was Fred Judge, Savage. Oh, Savage I want to see Reinhold. that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and, and it's like Judge was it like Reinhold's a cool up, kid and a nerd or something? Or what's uh, like? no, no, it's like a dad and a son. Judge Reinhold's that much older than Fred Savage? Yeah, well, he was probably like 15 years older. Yeah. Than, yeah. But it was like basically it was like the best opportunity for Fred Savage to just like or for uh, Judge Reinhold to just be a wacky kid. Yeah, and like you know the, the there was a curse on like father like son because this is the urn because now Dudley Moore is dead and uh, Kirk Cameron is a fucking crazy. He might as well be dead <laughs> to me. He's dead to, me. <laughs> He's dead to you. Yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about Lauren Lapkus, who has not been in any type of body switching no. comedy yet, and I guess we'll just have to settle for one of the most successful movies of all time. Okay. At this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have a bit of humility, please. No. You were you were in a you really were like you know what was great about you in Jurassic World is that was a part that you that it's one of those things where it you could have been cut down oh you, yeah and you weren't you're in a shit ton of the movie yeah oh yeah, yeah. i didn't know if i was gonna really be in it a lot so i was kind of like oh i'm in it like you know we'll see and well, you even had the helicopter shot oh that like, was the, exciting that was yeah. my first day so oh, it was no way. To- i was like help <laughs> that, that, that you you have you were part of one of my favorite moments of a movie and now that so many people have seen it i feel like it's not spoiling it but it's when he when he goes into kiss and you're like, I'm a boyfriend. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's such great. a fucking fantastic moment. Yeah. It was really fun. Did you guys improv that? Or did yeah, they... we did. The dialogue was improvised and it was originally scripted that we would kiss. Right. And then uh, they added their kiss in to the movie. They weren't going to kiss initially like Chris and 
and Bryce's characters. Right. So uh, I think it was funnier to have us not have that moment. It was such a good really moment. Fun. Yeah, yeah I'm that happy got that a it huge reaction in the theater. It they, cool. they played it. They Colin played it so like the it was that moment was it just hung for a second. Yeah, yeah. Such a good the tension. Moment. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. fun. But you never you never talk about it. Meanwhile, hundreds of people are being ravaged. Uh, it was, but congratulations! Thank you. That's really crazy. Thank you. Have you noticed any effects? I mean, have you have you felt the effects of being in the number one movie of, of a long time? Uh, not really. I've gotten a lot more Instagram followers, but that's sure. about the only notable difference so far. So I mean, it's kind of cool. But um, my family, I get, I get, I've gotten texts from people I didn't haven't spoken to in like 10 years so that's been interesting asking for things <laughs> yeah hey can yeah, i come yeah. uh, money can i have money <laughs> so i made uh, about a trillion dollars uh, can i break me up a piece of that yeah, can, uh, oh that's not how it works yeah <laughs> no, 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 i saw i saw the numbers you introduce i me? read entertainment weekly <laughs> can you introduce me one of them pterodactyls that'd be really <laughs> rad yeah that's not real you be, you're a bitch now lauren yeah. what happened you, you should changed. be cool yeah <laughs> no it's just there aren't pterodactyls old lauren would have said there were pterodactyls <laughs> no she wouldn't have no that's dumb <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you lost your whimsy. <laughs> Are you coming on at midnight soon? Yes, I am. Yeah, with uh, people from my cast of my show, Clipped. Yeah, oh, that's next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be uh, Ryan Pinkston, Ashley Tisdale, and me. So There's a fun. nice big uh, billboard for Clipped up on uh, on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, really I haven't nice. gotten to see that, but I'm excited about it. How's George Went? He's awesome. God nice. damn it. He's amazing. That's what you want to hear. He's so cool. Yeah. He's like very funny. and like He's has from ama- Chicago, right? Yeah, and he was like a second city guy. He's got yeah. a million great stories about all that old stuff. That's awesome. It's awesome. Did yeah. he like Did he like that about you? Like that you came from improv? and? Yeah, there were a few of us in the cast who are like, improvisers, so we all like geeked out over George. And, oh, that's great. Yeah. You guys have to do, please, if you ever, listen, I'm offering you this. You don't have to take it. But if you ever want the Nerdist space at Meltdown, if you and, jo- if you guys and George Wendt just want to come and do games one night. Just oh, my God. Around, that would be fun. I think that's... just as a cast, it would be really fun. And I think. I know, think a lot of people would love that in my cast. Yeah, that'd be cool. Please, yeah, please, please let me know. Idea. Cool, yeah. yeah. And then George could just, you know, like if he's there. like oh, hop Yeah, up oh, George, play. I guess you could just play or whatever. No yeah. big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the, the thing about improv for me is that the longer you don't do it, the scarier it gets. Yeah, I think that's true for sure. I haven't really taken any break ever in the last like 12 years of doing it, so I don't I but I've seen that happen to people where they take a few years off and they're like, "I don't I'm, I don't want to get on stage." But uh, yeah. I think it comes yeah. back it to you. in your head and like you like never know when to jump in. Yeah. Was, yeah. I've seen that happen on so many like uh, improv shows where you, you can tell the person that like wasn't there the week before. Right. You know? Yeah, it'll get a little rusty. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you what you you, what you should not be thinking is if you know you have an improv show coming up is going, oh my God, what am I going to say on stage? Like, you shouldn't be having <laughs> yeah. that. The worst. That is, that yeah. is, you saved her already? Yeah. How did you do that? Well, listen, the cops... Uh... Which Taco Bell? <laughs> I'm at the Pizza Hut! Uh, I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell! Pico and Bundy. Okay. Yeah. So she she's West LA. Very far. Was that all on the freeway? A lot of it was on the freeway. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Like That's just crazy. riding on the shoulder? I don't. I, I bet this is going to come up on LAist. You could, oh, right? <laughs> right? You could uh, like fall off the side of the freeway. Could I would never bike, ever like... think to <laughs> approach the freeway. A, it's not legal. In Massachusetts, so I don't know where she got the idea she could go on the right. freeway. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking millennials, right? Oh they can do anything they want. They, think no they can rules. do it. They can get and on they any can. freeway. That's the worst. <laughs> hey, man. That's the worst. She got really far. It went can. well. Yeah, it went well for her. <laughs> <laughs> they, she'll do it again. She'll be her fucking young friends. They heal up real fast. Yeah. Fine. Bunch of Wolverines. Fine. They're just Wolverines. Oh Is she still going to the beach? Yep. Oh, she yeah, said, she said, she's like, listen, I made it this far. I'm not going to turn yeah, around. Might as well she's relax not, a little bit. Did I mean, she's she still got a ways Bundy. to go. No, she's got like 20 minutes, I think, on the bike from Bundy. You think she, so? That's yeah. still that's still a good 35, 40 blocks from the yeah, bike. Well, how do you not, you're riding your bike on the side of the freeway. How do you not like flinch every time a car barrels yeah, by? <laughs> also, like, I've been driving in a car and a large truck has gone by and you feel the wind hit oh, the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't it imagine. It would knock you over. Things oh, going. What did she learn at that psychiatry place? <laughs> <laughs> I am an invincible alien. Yeah, like, you can do anything. And then she went to the, the next day she went to the, she went, she's like, oh, I went to the Scientology building and I was like, what? She's like, they tried to sell me a book for an hour and I was like, did you give them your name? She's like, no. I was like, okay. I don't believe her. My name is yeah. Dory Shavrier. <laughs> no! 
Um, or maybe she didn't make it. Oh. Ghost cousin. Oh. <laughs> Ghost cousin in my house. Oh. <laughs> uh, but she's uh, she's gonna. She, she, the cops told her to go. Just go down Pico. Uh, and and you'll get there. You'll see the beach. And I said the cops are correct. Go down Pico. If Bundy's Bundy's behind you. Head towards oh where God. you see no How's trees. How's she gonna get home though? She can't bike back the whole way. Oh, she shouldn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll pick her up eventually when okay. we get yeah. out of these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. I figure she's got a good. You know, six hours of fun over at the beach. Yeah. You know, you there's, a, there's a Ferris wheel. She's to got explore. a towel with her. I gave her a yeah. backpack. She needs to come down from the experience. Yeah, she just, yeah. yeah. The adrenaline <laughs> needs to leave her body. So she'll be doing a heavy amount of drugs between twenty. She like had a. Now. She had like yeah. a. Yeah. She had a towel in her hand too when she was gonna get on the bike. I'm like, what are you doing? There's... I was like, put it in a bag, and I went and like emptied out a backpack. It was like, put it in here. God. I'm just glad there was like Poor nothing thing. in my backpack. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, what was the stupidest thing you did when you were 20? Oh my God, there's a bunch. One thing that was really dumb that comes to mind is I I moved to New York after college for like a little bit, and I I got off the plane one time for coming home, and I got into one of those creepy vans you're not supposed to get into, where they're like, "Do you need a ride?" and like they, uh, yeah. they and I was like, "Oh yeah," and you started taking my bag, and I felt bad about it the whole time, and I didn't have a smartphone, you know, whatever, and so I got in this creepy dude's car and the whole time i was like paranoid like, i'm gonna i'm gonna jump out i'm gonna jump out like he was he was asking me really like crazy questions like about his like which religion do you think i am like he was like a, oh. a middle eastern guy and he was like trying to get me to offend him and like oh. it was like terrifying <laughs> and i was so scared and it was really late at night and i had no idea like where i was or how we like if we were going the right way or anything and like finally we got to my place and he overcharged me by a lot and i just uh-huh. like got out and like cried it was horrible oh. It was you, re- you really, it's you really don't. Th- you take for granted most of the time that you're safe all the time, but it really doesn't take much to all of a sudden put you in, a, in an environment where you're like, "Oh my god, I could just die. Yeah, like, I could yeah. Just be dead. Right? Uh, he now. could take me anywhere right now and, and like no do horrible things, and no one would know, and it's horrible. Ugh. It was really bad. Yeah, so don't get in those. <laughs> no, weird never cars do. And, and like as he was putting my suitcase in, like there were people looking, and I was just like, "Can I make it stop?" And I just didn't. Like there were so many times where I just kept like Are letting not, it happen. Technically, they're not supposed to solicit for for rides. At right. The yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, it's I'm like. What he was doing was legal, and he was a creepy guy, and it was horrible, and I was too... But he made his money, you got to your destination, everything's fine. It actually worked out great. (laughs) What if he's on a podcast right now going, one time I picked up this girl at the airport, and she was really skittish and weird, and made me feel bad about myself. I I just wanted to talk to her about religion. religion She got real weird and quiet. I I mean, it's fine to not be into religion, but you you could at least just have a conversation with a person. That's the way she cried. I think she was crazy. Yeah, and then I got really nervous at the end. I just blurted out a number. I'm sure it was too much money, but I just felt... I, I hope that's his side of it. it was, but I feel like at that age, you just do things that you you don't realize are dumb right. as you're doing them. You're like, or you do realize, but you can't stop it. Like right. I, yeah. I could see myself being that, like, I'm on a freeway. How do I not be on the freeway? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? That's crazy. So dumb. Uh, so are you are you shooting anything else right now? I mean, like, are you done shooting clips? Is it, is it yeah, we're now? done now, okay. and it just premiered last week, and um, yeah. So I'm just now I'm working on a new project that I don't know if I can announce yet, but so I've, Star Wars, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to be Sweet. in all the big things. <laughs> <laughs> she'll also she'll also be in the second episode of the Meltdown with Jonah. That's Alex. true. Oh, okay. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun. She plays my sister. That do you, really uh, is, do, has, has your air changed at all? Like the day, the week, the Monday after Jurassic World opened to like half a billion dollars, did you call your agent? And were, if they were like, oh, he's on another call right now, were you like, really? <laughs> well, is that other client in a movie that just made a half a billion dollars? Yeah, or do like, you go I'm fuck a total bitch now. Uh, Lauren, he's on the phone with the beta raptor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Blue! That's the real star of the film. I think we all I know. I don't want to do and Hoda. Raptor, I told you you're going to have to do this. There, there are not a lot of roles for raptors. Hey, you're good at that. Thank you. <laughs> and then we, it turns out that raptor was played by Emma Stone and everyone's like, come on! Again? Ah, why you gotta... Did you guys think that was bad? What? what? That they cast her as that? No, I know a lot of, like, it's like, I know a lot of people that look white. Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Like raptors. And are raptors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. I didn't, that didn't really bother me that much. I thought like, that was a weird thing to get angry at. It's like, yeah, they could have got someone that did have Sorry. a bit of uh, great. Asian heritage. Over there. What? What's that? I'm so embarrassed of the joke that I made that I'm not. Oh, I didn't hear it. I I won't listen to this, so you got to tell me now. I said Eminem is my favorite white raptor. Okay. Oh, 
okay. Nice. See, that's exactly the reaction. <laughs> 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 Said it again. Oh, oh that track. Okay. Maybe, maybe the third time. Okay. Comedy is the second time you say stuff is the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> third time. Uh, white Raptor. <laughs> now it's good. Yeah, no. yeah. But I thought I thought that was kind of a weird thing. It's like you know, yeah. people can get angry at the fact that it was kind of a weird move, like a sloppy movie. But like, yeah, the, the, the that whole thing was. I just a bit you dumb. know what I think. I think it's, it's exactly what we were talking about on the hostful the other day with about Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, I oh. think white people do not have a say in whether or not it's offensive if someone plays another race. That's you're true. Not, you're not in that race, yeah. so you don't get to say. Yeah, you don't get to say like that's offensive. It's like well, but it's not. It's almost. More offensive when people get indignant and it's not their family. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. That, that, yeah. Kind of, that kind of drives me crazy. Hey, like, we're all know, part of the same fam. We are the same <laughs> fam. Humans. We're human on the inside, y'all. Yo. Mm. We're all pink on the inside. Ew. I think. Ew. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I dig the point. I don't when like the delivery said, service. When it made me feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonah, ew. Human, ew. I don't appreciate your reaction. Uh, it's not disgusting. Oh. Oh. I'm a human, too. <laughs> I'm human. I get to make my own. I thought we were all black and Inside. Wait, what? I'm rotting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the strain. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. your diabetes, Jonah. Oh, <laughs> well, you ew. know, Jonah, you can get your diabetes medication for just a Who was that again? Who did that? Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Yeah. My favorite thing is a picture of Wilford Brimley at 50 and Tom Cruise at 50. Yeah. And Wilford Brimley looks exactly like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> he's and like Tom a thousand years exactly old. Like <laughs> yeah, he's like aged so badly. It's really a testament to clean living. Yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. Or Scientology. Clear living. Is Clear what living. I meant. Yeah. Oh Clear living. Yeah, maybe, uh, uh, maybe your cousin should turn around. Tom Cruise is still hot. He is. Oh, yeah. yeah. No question about it. No, yeah. no. You're not going to get any argument here from these three fellas. Guys, <laughs> he's hot. Say it. He's yeah. super nice. <laughs> you know what I can't stand is um, Chris Pratt, how hot he is. Yeah, he's very good looking. It's, it's a bummer. It's like Katie, like when he was on the podcast, I couldn't come. And like I was like, how was the podcast? Could you come? So hot. Her reaction was like, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> he is he very is, good striking. looking. Yeah, he's also very funny, though. He yes, is. that's the bummer part. I know. Is that like he was one for us. Yeah. Like, Man, guys. you're attractive and funny and cool. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Once he got ripped, I was just like, well, there's no excuse for any of us now. <laughs> yeah, at least we still got Pratt, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. There was oh, a, you, know, uh, the, you know what's funny? A lot of people since the third season of Orange is the New Black has come out, a lot of people keep on saying, well, at least there's still Matt Peters. Oh, which yeah. Which is like, I think, great. Like, Matt Peters has filled their funny, like, slummy no. guy. But Matt Peters takes that as, like, are they saying I'm like a fat Chris I was, Pratt? I was going to say, like, how does that feel to be Matt? No, he, he hates it, but uh, yeah. Susan Burke's wife loves it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's still nice. You're still yeah. saying that he's very funny. And, exactly. Yeah. And, and he's incredibly funny in, that, in the new season. He is great in the new season. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing that you're working on that you can't talk about, what type of breadcrumbs can you drop around the subject? Uh, it's like a thing where I get to do my own thing. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah. And I have like control in a lot of ways. That's right. So, yeah. You're um, playing Janet Jackson. Yes. How'd oh, you know? So great. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. On the uh, new tour, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess People are going to be very upset. Really yeah. brings us back to that Emma Stone conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you say so, I can't. Yeah. I've always thought that. No. <laughs> Janet Jackson's not black. I thought she was part of the Rhythm Nation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Don't air fucking We should get you. We should get you a rope, a rope attached air horn over okay, there. But you're you're doing this like a truck. trucker, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. you're making an air horn. Yeah, sound. I modified it. Oh, I don't know if you know that. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, Chris. But those truck horns are air. Those are, no, that's compressed that. air. It's but fine. it's not what it's logically they are. I don't know that. Yeah, well, now you know. <laughs> did you, did you do that when you were a kid? Did you like go by and make yeah, them yeah. do the thing? Yeah, when my grandfather loved had a CB radio, and then you just you'd get on and just talk to random truckers. Oh, weird about stuff. With uh, that was the life with with you know with weird with weird fun handles like. This is the Ditch Witch or whatever. <laughs> ditch Witch. Yeah. Ditch Witch. Well, that's a thing, right? I forgot. That's an actual thing. Is it? Yeah, I think it's a thing that you can I buy on um, at late night infomercials. Like, there's like a, a like a tiller, uh -huh. and then it, I think the Ditch Witch like cleans brush out of ditches. Oh. Like it's oh. a little, uh, with magic. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bad example on my part. But how much I liquid does it absorb? I, I don't know. I don't know. So this thing that you can't talk about, you're shooting it now or you've already shot it's it? It's going to be shooting later this summer. God damn yeah, it. I know. I, I feel like they're going to announce it soon, So I feel, but I don't know. I, I feel better. Just is it your thing, is it, is it like your, your uh, improv? 
Um, no, it's just me. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Is yeah. it an animal, a vegetable, or a mineral? No, I think it's uh, clear it's, it's a one-woman show. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> in some ways something something like that. I can't fucking We should say. stop talking about so, it. It's, just yeah. gonna it's, it's boring that I can't <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It really <laughs> Sorry, is. Sorry. No, apologies. Stop, stop making me ask you questions about it. <laughs> this is your fault. No, but I'm doing clipped, which everyone can see right now. That's been exciting. That's good. One funny thing that George told me um, about Cheers, because I asked asked him like you know we have like a hype guy we do like a multicam show so there's like a hype guy in the audience and it's like really crazy the whole show that there's like blaring music whenever we take a break and this guy like pumping everyone up and i was like did they have this on cheers like how did that work (laughs) like what was it he's like no we had a jazz band there was a live jazz band so in between scenes there would be like nice jazz music you're just giving matt a boner right now because (laughs) cheers is one of his favorite shows and hearing that they were playing jazz i thought that was so cool i was like can we do that now i feel like people would enjoy that we're a sophisticated people like that's, Katy Perry blaring. Yeah, that's such a fucking great idea. Like a live band. And Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's great. I love that. And they had like a warm up guy too, like doing kind of crowd work or whatever, I guess. But yeah, um, but yeah I love that jazz band. California so girls, they're unforgettable. Oh, that would be super cool if it was like a mashup. Bikini is on top. Katy Perry hits in the jazz. <laughs> jazz yeah, the um, the uh, the warm up guy is is a, is a bit, it is very important. Yeah, because you have to keep. A lot of people, especially the first season of a show, totally, because people don't know what they're coming to see, and they need to. Someone has to focus them and hold them together. Yeah, yeah, and it does help a lot. I mean, the people get so pumped during the show, like they're dancing and like showing off their hidden talents and stuff, yeah. and it's like insane. You just look up there, and there's like people like, of, of all the dark corners of comedy. I think warm up is probably one of the most difficult. I, I, I would it's so do. Hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. Have well, you ever done anything like that? Y- yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, at some point, yeah, yeah. I've, had, yeah. I've, had, I've had to do warm up. And what's fucking? Why don't we kickstart a documentary about it? About warm up? Oh my god, I think like, that would be really interesting. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the, like seventies warm up guys would go on to actually host game shows because there were so many game shows. Oh, and these wow. were guys that couldn't. Like, because uh, uh, I'm trying to remember, one of the first Family Feud guys uh, was a warm-up guy for an, a sitcom. Oh wow! Yeah, and like some guys, like we should have him do it. So oh, you mean Ray Combs? I think Ray Combs was was the, it Ray Combs. He was a warm-up guy that went on. Yeah, to, late the late great Ray Combs went on yeah. to uh, he uh, hang himself. Yeah, yeah. did yeah. he? Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay, so like, how did he do it? Yeah. <laughs> By hanging himself. I believe, oh, okay. I believe in a closet. With, with what? Okay. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, uh, where, so where are you performing live then? I do shows at UCB, so I perform on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. At the new space? At the new space as well as the old space. I do Ask Cat, which we have on Saturdays at the old space and Sundays at the new space. Uh, you know, I still have not been to the new space yet. Yeah? Really? It's yeah. nice. It's different. It's, I mean, It's different. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's nice because like, the couches are nice and there's like beer. that I mean, there's always beer there. But I mean, it yeah. feels like clean and fresh. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, wait. the Ask Cats on, at the new space are in the... In her sanctum area? The, no, um, no, it's in the theater. Oh, but they space. moved couches and. Oh, no, I just mean uh, for us. Like, oh, in the for, green yeah, room. Yeah, 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 like the green room's not Oh, for disgusting. the performers. The new space is great. Yeah, it doesn't smell <laughs> yeah. bad. It's yeah. like clean and painted. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, in the old. You don't smell birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. Birds. Like garbage, <laughs> yeah. The UCB on Franklin. It, the backstage area shares essentially the – it's basically like an indoor dumpster space yeah. with yeah. the restaurant yeah. and the coffee shop that's right – and all the restaurants yeah, that yeah. are connected yeah. to barrels of used oil. Or yeah, like yeah, literally yeah. Yeah. just disgusting yeah. so garbage. Yeah, there, there are open to it. dumpsters in the back there. Yeah. And yeah. You, you can only – I can only ever – you can only get a few feet outside – the uh, where the dressing room where the green room is where you start to feel like you're going to be attacked by worms. Yeah, there's yeah. like sludge like coming down. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's so very funny. gross. But I think so that's weird good for zip zaps off you know, around some <laughs> open garbage cans. You know, though, so I think, demeaning. I think that's good for. I think in a way that's sort of good for comedy though because I think like the grungier a place is in a way it's almost it it frames because comedy should feel a little dirty and yeah. subversive and mm-hmm. and I think sometimes places that make their clubs really nice. It's almost it almost takes you out of the comedy context. Yeah, in a strange no, way. I think that's true. I think people were afraid of that too with the new space, like moving over there because it's it doesn't have that like cool underground like you're Punk watching rock. something special type yeah. feeling. Like it definitely feels more like a show in a theater. Like you know you're kind of separate from the audience. You're you're pretty far away from the audience, yeah. which uh, you know I know they had to do because of fire codes, but yeah. like it is a weird thing to be so far. It takes far. away a little bit yeah. from But at a certain I guess th- just, yeah, especially from the Franklin theater which is just like well, the they're on the stage. So, yeah. like, but it's it, so like, everything's on top of everything. But that's the opposite yeah. problem is that those the last the last couple years of Death Ray 
some of the shows weren't as fun because they were so crowded and you just had a tiny space and people were sitting on the stage, Looking sitting up, on the yeah. stage yeah. with their necks craned up and you had a whole cluster of people that didn't look like they were having fun because they were they're like... They're so uncomfortable. They're yeah. uncomfortable and weird like right there on the stage <laughs> and I think yeah. that... Even just on a subconscious level, the people in the back are seeing people in the front just look up yeah. and weird. Yeah. yeah like um, last year I did the, my first show there in, in, in – it had been like a year and a half since I'd been doing a show there. And just like walking out onto the stage, those floorboards are really starting to go at the one on yeah. Franklin. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's old. Yeah. I mean they haven't – they didn't replace that stage from when it was the Tamron Theater. I know. Like, that's oh, like, really? Yeah. That was, that. that was already there. Oh, weird. And they just built the back thing for the doors. Yeah. Like Aren't yeah. they trying to – Unionized 99 seat theaters now? Oh, I don't know. What is this? Someone was just telling me that there's there that someone's trying to unionize 99 seat theaters and I love that that's a category. And some of the 99 seat theaters. Uh, <laughs> but then it's uh but part of the problem is the 99 seat theaters are like if you do that we won't be able to stay in business. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's something nice about it being I don't know. Being sort of like groundy. underground, yeah. Yeah. Like, experimental you know, staff is just kids not getting paid. Right. Oh, no one's getting paid. Anywhere. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where, <laughs> but that's where you. Get paid. But that's yeah. where you learn. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where you put the work in. That's where you put all the yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, I never cared about not getting paid. There was that whole like big outrage about it a couple of years oh, ago, last year, stand up versus. Yeah. Improv, but that was like for UCB paid. East mainly, right? Yeah, I think in that was the big complaint, like stand up shows happening there where they don't get paid and stand ups getting paid everywhere, and so. Well, in New York in particular, stand ups actually do get paid. Yeah. You don't really get paid. Do comedy in LA, so I don't think it would. Any, I don't think anyone because you're always showcasing. Even, <laughs> it's got to be on. Right? So much I got. Got to get wait there for that finger to just point at you. Yeah, you got to wait. If you're not willing to get on stage for nothing, you're not a real tough up. <laughs> <laughs> when really? you got it, you know, and you don't need money. <laughs> Warm yourself with your jokes at night. Yeah. But I do think that was really surprising for like my family and everyone that was not a comedian in my life as I was like coming up in improv and like you find out that no one gets paid anything. It does seem weird because you come, I mean, especially in Chicago, like the tickets are more expensive for shows and like come and pay fifteen bucks to see a show and you think that the you don't know the performers are going home with nothing. It's a little, it's a little yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, did your did your family support this or were they like? Yeah. On, oh yeah, doing? they were cool. I mean, it was like I was especially I started improv like in high school and college and stuff. So oh, that might I, be Obama going to WTF. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to land on Obama Mark's going? roof. He's doing Mark's show. Obama? Yeah. <laughs> the president? Yes. Are you serious? Uh-huh. At his house. At his house tomorrow. At the cat ranch. You... Oh, it's today. It's today. That's, That's literally him that's flying there. That's probably yeah. him flying over. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why would they allow that? Why not? I don't. I, I, don't I feel like he shouldn't have time. No, it seems weird to be going to do a podcast. I think because of Mark, because he did the Air America for so long. Maybe they're like, oh, he's political radio show host. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Also, I think we're going to hear a lot about Obama's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, like, um, yeah, just I like, like, so that's your thing, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What are you, uh, president or whatever? (laughs) Yep. So angry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'll be really interesting. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Holy I'm sure shit! Everyone will listen to that ever. I guess and that I seems mean, like I'd love to hear him talk for I'll, a long I'll time casually. It. I it's just cool. want to hear the 15 minute preamble to the episode. <laughs> yeah, he talks about his cats for 20 minutes. Now, <laughs> the deal with this guy. When he came in, I don't know. I didn't know. I looked him in the eye. I, 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 yeah. I was thinking, but you know, he got opened up a little bit. I don't. I, don't yeah. what the fuck? I just. Yeah. Uh, so who'd you come up with? Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> For your guys, uh, Abe Lincoln. You know what'll be what'll be really what'll be really Ray Combs. Fun or not fun for Mark is that uh, is all of the pundit shows that dissect the fuck out oh, of like, oh, like yeah. what happened when 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 he did um, Ferns when he did Between Two Ferns. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. People get upset. Well, not only they not only they get upset. Well, like like not only did you know the annoying people get upset, but they dissected it like it was a it was like. Why would he even be? This guy doesn't even. This interviewer doesn't even know what he's doing. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Do you not understand anything? Yeah, yeah. So anything. The, is the set no, literally falls apart. The set literally <laughs> falls apart. And you're like, and even the set is not good. That's yeah. structurally sound. He could have killed our president. Start over? Why would they just start over? <laughs> Who's this man? He was a politician in some documentary. <laughs> <laughs> That was a recent reference. That was that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Job. It was a good movie. <laughs> what movie are you talking about? Um, the campaign. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and Zach. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you do? You have a specific 
career path? Like, do you do you sort of when I get to a certain point that I'm going to start writing my own movies and I'm going to star in the like? Do you have yeah, like, a I, grand plan? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have a grand plan. I like how it's been going. I feel like it's random in a way that I wouldn't have predicted. Like even just like Jurassic World is not that would never have been something I would think that I would be a part of. So it's kind of fun to just let it happen, but. I yeah, I would definitely like to have like my own show or something like a sitcom or that. Do you like the sitcom? Do you like? I really do. Yeah, I have so much fun. I I actually really love doing multicam shows. I find it to be like the most fun. Is it because it's pretty close to doing live comedy? Yeah, and it's like I I like the like kind of amped up energy of it and um, the characters being a little bigger. I have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Are you guys? Do they? Do you get? Do you get improv takes on the show? Uh, We we have a little bit, but this. Max and David, our creators, like they're super specific about what they want, and like we end up, like they punch up jokes in the fly and stuff, and we'll like get to do the, that like in the moment, but not as much like improv within the tapings. But it's fun. Do you? Then do they? Do they work with you at all? Like from table read to do you get to suggest stuff? Uh, yeah, we've definitely like, pitched jokes and like gotten them in and stuff. So that's cool. Would you want to run your own sitcom? I think that'd be amazing. I can't imagine like I feel like I learn so much with everything that I do about like how everything works that right now that sounds so overwhelming and crazy. But I, but maybe as I go on and start to like do more and more, I would that wouldn't seem so overwhelming. But yeah, I think as long as you as long as you're lucky enough to get uh, good network executives, yeah, that don't start weighing in on stuff they're like why is the you know taking like, away the fun please just trust me yeah uh, you know you hired me because you think i'm funny so i know just- yeah and i think that's a scary part of everything how things get so yeah, there's so many hands on everything and gets so changed from what it was originally that's why i'm actually very pleasantly surprised to hear that they let you riff on jurassic world because like a movie like that then i'd be like just shut up and stick to the script dude that's yeah. why colin trevorrow our director was so amazing because he really like I mean, he came from like an indie background, you know. I think that kind of influenced him a bit. I can't I even mean, can't say for sure, but he let us like take time with our characters, like me and Jake. And I feel like normally that would be so by the book. Like, let's just get this done. Like, these are like the plot points that have to happen, or whatever. We storyboarded when you're opening your mouth. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's specific stuff that we have to say. But he let us improvise. And like, there's a couple. Like, there's a moment where Jake's talking about like my stepdad, and you know, he's got this whole little improv moment that was just Colin just let us have fun with it, and like. So I think that's so cool. I mean, like he was amazing with that. Yeah, and and I, it's nice to see that film is taking chances, but because there's a, there's a lot of dudes who it's like, oh, they had like a really cool indie film, and then all of a sudden they're directing like a two hundred million dollar. But yeah, it's like with you know, like James thing, Gunn, too Jordan Bell Roberts, too many yeah. dudes. Yeah. yeah, let's get some ladies. We need there. women. That's right. Do you want to direct? <laughs> Um, maybe someday. That's not really something I want to do right now, though. After she's show running. Yeah. After she's show running. <laughs> yeah. You want to direct the show that directing yes. is a sweet it it television directing cool. is a sweet ass gig, yeah. mm-hmm. especially sitcom television directing. No, I yeah. know your schedule's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with four cameras. Yeah. And yeah. it's not you're not up all night. No, and you're just like you so go awesome. there. Everything's already set up. And it's like, uh, like after a take, it's like, it's like, is that the way you guys usually do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it does seem to work that way with sitcoms that like, if you're acting on a show long enough, you get to direct and you know, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of cool. I mean, I, th- I do think you figure out how it works. Just for I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. There's probably stuff I don't know, but were you ever in, Soon it, enough. Were yeah, you ever I'll in learn the touring it. company? Did you ever go to the touring company? No, I didn't do that. I, um, no. The answer is no. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys could now. I mean, like, you, in theory, you know, if, if the network was like, hey, we're going to, you know, you, you guys could just go on the road and do shows. Oh, well, the, the cast, you mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, that'd be fun. I mean, well, a lot of us do improv, so it could be kind of cool to do that. But, yeah, I don't know. How many, uh, how many characters... I mean, do, when you're improvising, are you ever thinking in the back of your head, like, oh, maybe I could spin this off into a regular character? Or do, is it very disposable for you? Um, a little bit of both. Like, I do my own podcast, um, which is called a Special Guest Lauren Lapkus, and the premise is that the guest is the host and I'm the guest. So they come on and they decide what it's going to be and they make me a character. And so I feel like from my improv, I have, like, an arsenal of characters but what's fun with this format is that i'm finding that i'm coming up with new stuff that and it kind of is disposable in a sense because i do one like hour with it but then i usually don't revisit it because my next host will give me a whole new thing and they won't bring back like an old character in this the way that this show set up so uh i i find as i go on that i I, it's more disposable in a good way because i'm pushing myself to like do new different stuff honestly i think if you want to be an actor then having uh she is no i'm not you and uh in the grand sense. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be an actor, I think having a solid improv background makes you so bulletproof because you it it's so much about being able to just be in the moment and listen. 
it would help you get through the audition process and help you. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I almost think you know, like fuck acting class. Just like tag, just get some really solid improv. That's training. what I said. I never took one, so <laughs> I never took an acting class. But I think improv is the best for it because you you do have that kind of blind confidence too, which really helps. Like from doing improv, where you're just like anything can happen, and I'm not going to freak out or like I don't know. Get, yeah, get you also learn how to ground things too. When yeah, you, when you do enough improv, at least long form. You know? Yeah, and I think UCB really helped me with that because I started at IO in Chicago and I I only did characters for like the first five years that I was doing improv and I never used my own voice at all, like my speaking voice. Yeah. And so once I got to UCB, it was like all about being yourself and they'd be like, Lauren, why are you doing that? And I'm like, don't call me Lauren in the yeah. scene. I'm being a <laughs> I want to hide. <laughs> but then I got used to that and I think that helped with acting so much. Did you ever teach? No, no, I don't like teaching. No. Yeah. How come? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have a, I mean, I think I've gotten better with it over time, but I have a hard time articulating like why something works or how to do it. I, I'd rather just do it and not explain it. Yeah. So um, I feel like if I were a teacher, I'd be like, just do it right. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what better. Wrong. So yeah. try it right this time. Yeah. Just Let's stop go sucking. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I've done a couple like workshops. I, I've led workshops and I've found like I'm able to explain it more than better than I thought, but it's, it doesn't feel like a right like a good fit for me. To yeah. Teach. yeah. A teacher, like improv teachers, especially like it's a certain type of guy. It's, and it's a real writerly brain because yeah. they're always so good. Every teacher I've had, it's like, you know, they'll, a scene will happen. They'll go, that was great. And then they'll just list off like 10 different ways the scene could have totally. gone. Or 10 different like roots and, and riff off of those roots. I'm just like Chad, uh, I forget his last name. It was uh, Chad Carter. Yeah. 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 Like uh, he was like one of my early teachers. And like just to see him riff for like five minutes oh, about yeah. all the things we could have done was just amazing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's five minutes on why you're all dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of those guys are really good at that. And yeah. It does help you learn to hear those different ideas of where it could go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's not really my thing. Yeah, especially yeah. in a business that's um, not historically awesome to female performers. Uh, having that also in your arsenal of just knowing that, you know, no matter where you are in your life, you can be funny. And and that will always, should always win. Yeah, yeah. It definitely feels good inside (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think i think it's a good safety net and like with acting i mean you know there's definitely those moments where i'm like am i acting well you know you know like when you're like if you're trained like juilliard or whatever like people like i'm sure they have like that background where they're like i know my technique or whatever and i'm like i'm just thinking of sad stuff you know But, (laughs) (laughs) but i think with improv though it is that feeling of like i like that just that that confidence like i can do anything whether that's true or not you have that inside of you and you know you're not afraid to take the risk but is that weird is but then is it weird to when you get onto a especially a big movie and they're like okay take 12 and you're saying the same thing over and over again yeah like what do you mean like is that like i want well just if you're improvising it's like oh you did it and you don't even have to think about it again it's done you move on to the next thing it's but sticking on the same yeah where you don't like you said why don't i guess i'm doing this right yeah i think there's that feeling of like at least you can kind of infuse the improv a little bit and changing it up and trying to find a different approach to the line or making it a little bit different um but yeah i i don't i i don't mind it as much i actually like not improvising within scripted things like i like sticking to the script um i feel like I don't know. I, I I I don't feel as comfortable when someone like lets it. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not true. I can improvise within something if someone allows it, but like I don't necessarily do that myself without being told like, oh, feel free to improvise within this. Right. Like I won't just like go off and like add a button to everything or whatever. Like some people yeah. do that, but I don't know. It's not really my thing. I think some people. I think with some people, it's sort of expected. But I think if it's not expected of you and you start doing it, then people are like, what are you... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be like annoying either with that where it's like, <laughs> I'll just riff. Like, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I know a bunch of people agreed to these words specifically, but I'm not... Did you read better. the script yeah. line? Did you, did you look over I this? I did. I got some yeah. ideas. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we wrote all the words. Just watch. Yeah. Just watch me. Lead me in with the thing. But you said exactly how that line you is. Know there, yeah. You do your thing. You do your thing. Yeah. You know there are people that do that. There are, yeah. Show them how fucking awesome. Yeah, is it? And I mean, it works for people too. I don't know. It's just not my instinct to like go off. I can't. If I if I well, I I don't. 
I, I don't I have to audition. I mean, I don't audition for acting stuff anymore because it's, it never really worked out. But being in those situations where you could just hear everything that was going on in the room. Oh, like an audition. Yeah, when you're at the audition. Oh it's the my worst. God. And you can hear how someone's doing it and you're like, oh, I was going to do it differently. Should I do it like how they did it or should yeah. I just stick to what I – or are they wrong? Or I even if they're yeah. doing it poorly, you're still in your head about it because you're hearing it being done yeah. by someone else. Yeah. Well, just like I remember it was like up to me and one other guy for this part in a show and – it was like, you know, like co-lead and like I hear the guy doing his thing and I remember that I never have confidence with anything I do. But I remember going like, <laughs> nice try, buddy. That's the worst way you could have done that. And then he got the part. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I was like, it was like serves me right for like just shitting on that dude. Did you go yeah. the, afterwards, you're going to go. How about that guy? Yeah. Shitty audition. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this guy seems like a dick. Let's do the other guy. Yeah. yeah. It's the uh, the when you're auditioning, do you just go in and. I'm just curious because I, I don't know how other people do it. Do you, do you just immediately go into the material or do you try to like establish a rapport or say something silly? Or? Yeah, I don't. I usually just say hi or whatever. And I mean, I don't try to like get, I hear people doing that too. And that actually psychs me out more sometimes when you hear people being like, how are you? Like, oh, I, hate I hate it when they know the casting director people. It's the fucking worst. Jen, like, how's they, the oh baby? You're like, oh, so shit. She knows her fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's so weird. And I mean, I definitely, you know, if you know the casting people, like, I'll talk to them for a second or whatever, but I, I don't try to make a deep, lasting friendship. Hey, Jen, how's the baby? My baby's dead. <laughs> yeah. Someone, wait, someone did this to me. Wait, this was the worst fucking thing ever. I met this girl and I was like at this, like, at a bar and she was someone's friend and then I was talking to her and she's she was like a writer and i was like oh what are you working on she's she's like oh i've been busy i took the last nine months off or whatever and i was like oh what were you doing she's like oh i had a baby and i was like oh that's so awesome congratulations uh what's your baby's name and she's like well it he died (gasps) and i was like i immediately started crying and then i'm like i'm so sorry i'm really sorry that's horrible and she was like oh no i'm just kidding Oh, fuck you. And then I couldn't stop crying because my brain couldn't catch up to what happened because it was so rude. And, like, everyone at the table, like, thought I was crazy. I didn't know anyone. I was just, like, crying with this girl that I just met. And I'm like, oh, no, I just, oh, it was really, that took me off guard. I didn't know what to say. Are you sure you're okay? She just said the baby was fine. It was (laughs) a joke. Fuck you and you're not dead, baby. (laughs) It's like such a horrible joke someone you just met. That's that's a a dumb joke, too. It's like, uh... Like, uh, what's your name, Jack? Oh, hi, nice to meet you, Jack. I'm kidding. It's Jerry. Oh, yeah, there's some people that no, and don't... No, she, she didn't have a baby at all, by the way. Like, oh, there was no baby. That. Oh. She, that was even... A, the whole thing was fake. Oh, see? Then the, the whole like, yeah, bit doesn't have any no, legs. No. Uh, co- I would say comedy is a, a ghost. Ghost. Comedy, comedy <laughs> is a sword, and not everyone should wield it, because some people just, like, <laughs> clank, clank, <laughs> clank, clank, stab, stab. It was stab. horrible. Yeah, yeah but that's me most of the time, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, my, my point is valid. But... Uh, <laughs> But, but but I mean the some people really think that comedy is a is yeah I never understood like that yeah oh so you just lied to me about your name and that's funny because I why would it like because now yeah. I look dumb or something yeah yeah exactly I don't know. it's weird I hate it so much same yeah. kind of people that do that joke are like same people that say like that's hilarious. <laughs> who says that? Instead of laughing? Yeah, yeah. Unless, Al- Unless Alec Baldwin is introducing yeah. his wife, who else says that? <laughs> I've also heard guys go, "That's comedy." Oh, that's comedy. That's they- disgusting. Yeah. Well, they must be watching <laughs> TBS. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very, very funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, Andrew Savage used to have a bit about that where she would just go laughing because we were just saying yeah. the words of whatever you're feeling. Yeah. Every once in a while at meltdowns, like there would be a laugh. And Kumel will like start to make fun of it. like don't make fun of anyone's oh, laugh like that TJ Miller joke. It's like you know that sound you make when you're feeling pure unbridled oh joy. God, I did that. It once. sounds dumb. <laughs> I did that once. I've I, done it before. I was yeah. working on a I was working on a sitcom in the nineties nineteen hundreds and uh, we we were a few episodes in and there was an a, there was an associate producer who was an older woman who was beloved. Because she had worked on a million shows and everyone just loved her, and I didn't really know her that well. And her laugh sounded like this: "Aha!" And so <laughs> like she just caught somebody doing yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she jumped out there on the freeway with your bike. Yeah. <laughs> I never had a baby. So we t- we did this. See, <laughs> so uh, we did the run through in the afternoon for all the writers and the executives and everything. And she was there. And uh, after, like in the middle of the scene, after one of the, I, deli- I delivered some joke, and I, she just went, "Aha!" And I go, who is sarcastic laughing right now? That's really not cool. Oh. And then there was just got really quiet. No. And she was just like, no. And then oh. afterwards, the producer was like, 
Um, that was that was Meg, and, she, and that's just that's really how she laughed. Yeah, <laughs> you should hear her crying. Wah 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 wah. Batman and Robin that's think cute. they can find me. <laughs> wah wah. Yeah, so I I sent her a, I sent her a bunch of flowers. Oh, that's nice. I was nice. like, never stop laughing. <laughs> which I felt so. <laughs> is that what you read which is even worse. That's amazing, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> 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 I was a piece of shit. Yeah. I, I meant <laughs> never stop laughing, you fucking asshole. Uh, but I thought well, I don't write on this. I guess I'll never yeah. stop. Could you? Yes. No. That's what I want to write. I think. Sorry, I, Sorry I said you sounded yeah. ridiculous. What yeah. am I supposed to say? What was I sure. supposed to say? <laughs> Just say, I am such an asshole. I'm so sorry for the misunderstanding. He essentially wrote that. Yeah. I am such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What was your other option? You do you. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, boo. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. <laughs> it's just... It's your di- that's like I was dying younger words. and stupider. Never stop. Uh, I did something laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, truthfully, I was kind of being like a fedora nerd, like never stop laughing, my lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. Um, what was your? What no, was your... I did one like that a little bit. Well, it's not. It's not that bad. But <laughs> no, there was. I was doing a show like this was like two weeks ago, and there were these girls in the front row who were screaming. Like they weren't laughing; they were like screaming anytime something happened. Like. Ah! Like that was like their laugh, I guess. Oh. But like it was getting to the point where it was really distracting. And then during the show, I like opened the window in my scene. I was like, "Who the fuck is screaming?" <laughs> and then they stopped completely. And then they like, stopped for. The- and I felt horrible because uh. I was like, "Oh, they were having fun, and I ruined it." And I thought it was funny. Oh, that is funny, especially yeah. the space work of having to. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. right in front of their face. But- <laughs> But they they got self conscious. I remember <laughs> I remember there was one time I did ASCAP monologues and you were uh, you were one of the improvisers and like I said like something about like a like a shitty baby like I said the term shitty baby oh, talking yeah. about something and then like you ended up doing like uh it's like uh i forget, I forget who else was in the thing but someone was like pregnant and i was like i have bad news about your baby it's a shitty baby <laughs> look at this sonogram uh, oh, and, yeah, I'm like, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then you like got it you had it just like like you're just like it was just a shitty baby. <laughs> 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 it was so fucking good <laughs> oh my god i miss ask i don't know i haven't done ask in like you five years yeah, yeah, i would love to yeah i would love to do a little, little monologue it's yeah. fine just email susan yeah yeah i'll tell her too i'll prepare some bits no 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 Wait, what? No, what? That's what you're free. supposed to do yeah. that'd be really fun yeah uh it's a blast it's yeah. how, how would you, i mean i i know you said you're you wouldn't be a good teacher but how do you – I guess you've just been doing it for so long. But when you get into the moment, does your brain ever kind of lock up? And do you have a thing that just kind of like unlocks it and smacks your um, higher reasoning out of the way? I definitely have like every – I feel like a couple times a year I'll have like a show where I am so in my head and I'm like really self-conscious. And like I feel like I'm not being funny and it makes you not funny because you're just so aware of it. And usually I can't do anything until after and then I just hate myself. So I can't <laughs> – I usually can't – if I'm on that path, I can't really stop it. Um, but it's rare enough that I it, I don't have to worry about it too much, Because I almost, almost kind of thought that that the, the push to try to be funny is actually the wrong – you don't want to do that, yeah. right? You just, you just want to represent the information as kind of literally as possible totally. and not – I'm guessing and not like – I'm going to make a great joke right now because that's yeah. not, that doesn't really j- jokes are inherently self-indulgent and you don't want to suck up the scene. Yeah. You know? Anytime that you kind of are thinking like this will be good. It's like <laughs> it's going to suck because, mostly because of your energy. I don't know. Like it's like yeah. I have to just like, yeah, kind of try to get rid <laughs> of that. Perfect. Mm, this will be good. Mm, this will be good. Oh, wait, well, this, this <laughs> you thought You're going to like this. This is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. You keep on smirking to yourself before saying every line. You should yeah. probably say, what go, do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> No, yeah, I try to avoid. But, yeah, it's usually better if I'm just not expecting anything to happen from it. Um, Who's in the main ASCAT company now? It's um, Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, Matt Walsh, um, Zach Woods, and then uh, me and Joe Wingert, Sean Conroy. And then we have like Andy Daly and um, Horatio and um, I might be forgetting. That's a fucking somebody, killer but, lineup. Yeah, yeah. That's an insane yeah, lineup. Yeah. yeah. 
Those Sean Conroy guys. was probably the scariest teacher I ever had. Really? Yeah, the he's intimidating. Teacher. I've heard that yeah. so many times. Yeah, I never had him. But just he, he walks in like a like an old professor. Like it's like everyone's in, and for some reason he's just not in the room in the beginning of class. And then like the class starts, and he just kind of saunters in. Oh yeah. Or it's like he's about to go look to your left, look to your right. <laughs> In one year, none of you will be doing improv. <laughs> none of you. Yeah, yeah. Carpe diem. Yeah, but he's yeah. also like so sweet. He's like a big old Santa Claus. He's yeah, great. he I really is. is. I love Sean. But I can see if I was a student, I'd be like, oh, Sean, yeah. please like me. Just like early 20, and you're like, yeah. well, I need your validation. Yeah. You're the funniest. <laughs> if you don't like me, I'm going to ride a bike on the freeway. <laughs> <In my 20s. laughs> he had a joke I always love so that if you're, traveling, if you're traveling abroad and you're going through customs and they say, oh, you should never say this, and they go, are you here on business or pleasure? Pleasure is my business. Yeah, <laughs> the business of pleasure. Uh, so uh, I, I definitely want to come. I'll, yeah, I'll, email, yeah, do I'll it. email Susan. I will too. And hopefully not fuck you guys up too no. much. No. Because the trick is really just to answer as honestly as possible without thinking about what you're saying. Right? Yeah, like you'll get like a word from the audience and then whatever story you think of, you just tell that story. Even if it's not that complete. Like, I mean, we'll have people tell like, you know, a one minute story that has like barely any details and it's fine like, yeah. you know what I mean like, it doesn't have to be anything but details are kind of like details are the best yeah the best one it's time just, I was yeah. on stage at UCB and someone threw out the word corn kernel and I no. told a story like you don't want to do right that. that's yeah. the story the meta guy yeah. the, best, the, the best route is just to kind of almost at first free associate like yeah. if someone says like corn oh corn makes me think of uh, you know I, mm, I corn the cop boom doctor boom uh, but like yeah, then like you'll and then your your brain will find a like yeah. a route uh, yeah. into it, and then like but the details are what they'll all attach to. Yeah, and we find definitely things. need the details. Yeah, like I've told some like insanely sad stories on stage before, and but if you put details in them, uh, they'll they'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I finished one. I don't know why, but it was just like you know you're struggling to find a story, and then you're like, here's a story, and then you start it, and you're like, this is a bad story. Yeah, and you keep on saying it. I remember one time uh, Besser was just like, he's like, well, thought it was a comedy show. <laughs> I feel like I was there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They keep on asking me back. Look, I, You're great. I'm fun. It's fun. No, it's good. Would you ever do, do, would you ever go to Broadway? Oh my God, I would love to do something like that. It sounds scary though. To do so many shows a week. I mean, it's so intimidating, but I think it'd be really fun. I think after like the third one, you would probably just go into autopilot. Yeah, yeah. One of the girls from Orange is the New Black is going to be in The Color Purple now on Broadway. Oh, wow. Um, Which yeah. one? Kate Mulgrew. Uh, Danielle Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> she plays Tasty. Oh, yeah. Tasty's yeah. great. Yeah, she's amazing. God damn. What's uh, your favorite thing to work on? You get to do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, I, I, I guess... My favorite thing right now is doing clips because I really enjoyed the cast was so great. We had so much fun. Um, Does George Wendt ever regale you with tales of what it was like? You missed. You yeah, missed. He, yeah, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Well, you heard the jet. You heard the. No, that's my that's my big jazz, good one about but I cheers. Know about, but like... I tried to avoid asking him too many cheers questions because I'm like I really want to ask a million, but I was like I that's like the only one I really asked him about because I want to know like what the catering was like there because I heard rumors oh, that it was like out. fucking lobster every every night from the restaurant upstairs. <laughs> no, Jonah. From, from the Bull and Finch. That yeah. was just a set. Well, yeah, but it was an, another show that had it was in the Battle of Lobster Place. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Jonah. Yeah. I'm so curious, like how he perceives the whole show and the situation, just from his, you know, his career is so amazing. Yeah, like, it's gonna be very. It must be weird to like be on a new show with all these like young idiots and being, you know, but yeah. Yeah, so. I think especially back in those days when. When network really was a powerhouse. Yeah. I mean, and, and being on a hit sitcom meant that 25 million people right. were watching yeah. your show. 40 million people were watching your 13 show. 13 years. We were, we were, oh, was that that long? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, that's crazy. When we were doing, yesterday Kevin and I were recording the Frasier podcast, and we I pulled up the article of when Kelsey Grammer flipped over his Dodge Viper. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, this is the most 90s thing that ever happened. That is. So, Kelsey Grammer flipped. And then at the very end of the paragraph... Uh, LA Times wrote uh, the sports car was a gift from NBC for Frazier yes. doing so well no uh, they all got cars I think like Roseanne I remember hearing a story about Roseanne getting a car and like yeah it was crazy I think the I last mean, time it happened was like Will and Grace everybody got a and that's Ford. our creators so maybe they'll just do oh, that yeah. <laughs> yes. that would be awesome we got you all these pairs of scissors <laughs> but it's like it's like the network going oh get all this extra money let's give it away it's they so gotta weird ta- they gotta take a loss <laughs> they gotta spend that money 
But yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's loss, so though. different now. I mean, we had our like premiere party last week and or Tuesday. It was a couple days ago, and um, it was at Red Lion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was at someone's apartment. But you know, we just hung out and like, and George, we like we're all live tweeting because we have to yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And George is sitting there like. How can you guys watch the show while you're doing this? Like, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just like retweeting yeah. each other, like looking down the whole time. Comment like, first, soak in information later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's so weird. Did anyone watch the show? No. I, <laughs> no. I was just listening for shit I could tweet. Like, Got a lot of faves, yeah. though. <laughs> so what's everything that you've worked on in the last year that people... Because you've popped up on so many different things, and I know people absolutely know your but now they especially now with Jurassic World they, of course they're gonna it's a lot know more who you yeah. are but what's everything you've worked on in the last year uh, I have some stuff that'll be coming out I did Drunk History as a narrator so that'll be coming out oh, nice. soon and I did another period which nice. uh, next is a great show great. oh my gosh I want to watch it I think it's really funny yeah. uh, I did The Meltdown The Meltdown Johnny Meltdown June uh, 30th you'll be on the second episode Yay. When is it? June 30th? Uh, so June 30th is oh, the is first the episode. So, yeah. July 6th. Um, July 6th. Right? I'm trying oh to think God. what else. I did a movie in Mexico uh, around Christmas that's called One Shot, and it was um, Topher Grace is the lead. And, nice. Uh, it's a fun movie. It's like all about behind the scenes of a Broadway show, actually. Like you said Broadway. Um, so it's like the the as everything is going on right before the show, and the, while the show is going on, things are going crazy, and we're all running around, and I play what like the little... like person with a headset who's in charge of things and yeah just pointing you do this, you do this. <laughs> hello breaker, breaker. we gave you this part because no one else gesticulated wildly with <laughs> well yeah she's like actually she can't talk she gets so nervous so like words don't come out and she's like something's <laughs> going wrong but it's a fun thing and so yeah we shot that in mexico city but it's supposed to be new york so it's kind of funny sure yeah a lot of it's actually so weird because yeah and it was so weird because you know, I'd never been there. I don't know if you guys have been to Mexico City, but no. it's like, it's definitely got like highs and lows to it. I mean, there's like some extreme poverty there. And we like rode, you know, in a van to go shoot this movie up this like crazy mountain. And you see people like, like with like selling tires and like weird things like crazy, you know, everything poor people were doing in Mexico. And then you pull up and there's just a regular old like studio. Like it's like, oh, weird. it looks like you're just like Warner Brothers. Like it's <laughs> so bizarre. It's crazy. It's just like a soundstage and yeah. It's and they have a New York backdrop. Yeah, well, we, it all takes place indoors, so they just like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's just cool like city, one though, outdoors. Right? Oh yeah, it was cool. I mean, yeah. I had a good time, um, but I wasn't supposed to like really go out alone much because you get kidnapped and stuff. Yeah, and so that's a bummer. Of, yeah, <laughs> so it's a little bit uh, weird. Yeah. Don't ride your bike to the beach. Yeah, I wouldn't. They try shot it. a few big scenes in the new James Bond movie in Mexico City. Yeah, and then Mexico gave the production like twenty million dollar in tax breaks just to make sure that Mexico City looks like a real fun good time. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, while I was there, I watched like a movie. I only had a few channels on the TV, and like that. What's that movie where it's um Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, and he's like protecting her from kidnappers in Mexico oh, City? That, oh, like, it's man, literally what on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I watched that like while I was there. I was That's like, not a good oh. job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't watch that it's at like, all. It's the only thing in English. I was like, all right. It was, under, it was listening to her comedy in the Mexico City Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this will be fun. I, w- I watched Men on Fire, Taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Training Day, all yeah. the good comedies. <laughs> yeah. All the best ones. So fun. And then what else? Did you worked on Orange, too? I didn't do season three. So you didn't do season yeah. three. But yeah. Why didn't you do season three? I would have loved to. My character was fired in season two, and I mean, but it's kind of open ended. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't. Yeah. Didn't work out. They're going to want you back now. I wish they would. It's <laughs> so fun. Now, is that show, you know, the, I watched the first season of that show, and which I really liked, but I, I, I honestly felt like, oh, is this a com? It, like, it, it didn't, sometimes it felt like, oh, this is like kind of a wacky comedy. Other times it's like, this is not a comedy. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really decide. That's what makes it so good. Yeah, I know, but, 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 some, it's, I think sometimes. it was hard Yo, bro. to tell that when I came into the show. So, I mean, I, I, my first episode was like six episodes in and I hadn't read any of their scripts. So I only had my little like stuff to go on and I would be like, you know, I'm a corrections officer. So I was like be- taking it seriously and trying to like be a corrections officer. Yeah. And I just, I know that I don't look like that, but every time I would do something, they'd be like, that was so funny. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. That was funny. Okay. Cause I was trying to be serious, but no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. If that's what you want. then that's great. Um, but yeah. And I think over time I figured out the tone a little more cause it is very, you know, it totally shifts from moment to moment. Yeah, yeah. That's well, why they had such a hard time with the categories with nominations yeah. because it was like, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Like, mm. it really isn't either. It really isn't. Like, it's just dramedy, a good show. Like, dark you know? comedy well, or there's something. No, yeah. There's no good show com- category. Right. Can we just put it in the good show category? <laughs> yeah. 
Do you want yeah. to be nominated for best comedy, best drama, or best good show? Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> <What's> so, <laughs> made real eye contact with All you. Of All of the above. above. Yes, Master Hardwick. I do Hardwick. think season three is a lot more of a comedy. As I mean, there's been there are dark moments in it. But I was watching it this past weekend, and it is like tons more jokes. It is more like cl- I would put it in that category. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But it won't be able to now because it's they made comedies only half hour. Wait, really? That's the category now. It's like you can't have oh, so an hour it, it comedy. Is, for the Emmys, it's a drama. Yes. Yeah. So that that's the Emmys. Like yeah. it's like you know you can't so have an hour interesting, comedy. That's so interesting that they made that delineation. That's so weird. It Why is can't weird. a comedy be well, ha- an hour? Well, it's because it's. I think it's just you. Know, you have more time to. Because can like, anyone sustain that? That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> more time. Yeah. I think I think it's because it's like you know it's it's uh, it's tough because it is a funny show and it is a dramatic show, but it's also like taken away from like shows like Veep that are just like funny. Right. Those are, that's a comedy. Well, yeah, I think it's hard. Yeah, if you're comparing them. Yeah. But, uh, but that's literally so what happens. But then it, at can't, an awards. it can't go against a drama because it's like dramas are dramatic. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's they should do a thing where it's like best in show, where it's like a, you know at the end of it, all the different breeds go up against each other oh, to find out cool. what is the best show. So I know it's a watch. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Christopher Guest chooses. It's just for yeah. you to figure out. Just, what to just watch. for me. <laughs> if someone's not picking for me, I don't. Know I what think to that'd do. be too difficult. I think that'd be that'd be that is so subjective. Yeah. yeah. Because you just don't. Well, it's called the People's Choice Awards, I believe. They have <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. best show. Yeah. <laughs> best everything. Yeah, the coolest. I voted. Thanks, People.com. I mean, you know, like with dogs, you can sort of go well of this breed. You know, this is the best example of this breed, and it's better of an example of this breed than that dog is of that. I mean, it's like there are there are stricter parameters, but with entertainment, it's just sort of like how would you decide? I guess with people's choice, they just let people. They just let fucking what tickles your fun yeah. button, you know. But now it's so interesting to see all of the. I mean, it really is a popularity contest because you see just all the billboards all over town right now for your consideration, for your consideration, yeah. for your consideration, yeah. because the Emmy voters. Like, you know, most of them, I would imagine, I mean, I think it'd be great if they watched everything that they're voting for, but they probably don't because there's right. only so much time in a day. And so I'm sure sometimes just like, oh, I've heard of that. Like, click, right. you know. Yeah. So It's so weird. My brother was just visiting and he was like, he was pointing out those billboards because you would never have those anywhere else. But you kind right. of forget about that when you live here. Oh, like, yeah. no other city has a for your consideration mm-hmm. billboard because they don't give a shit. Yep. Well, maybe for like, <laughs> you know, measures of law. Right. <laughs> yeah, for your consideration. No more, you know, yeah, right. Proposition 12C. Yeah. <laughs> No more, shitty babies. no more shitty babies. No more shitty babies. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thank Never stop so laughing. Oh. <laughs> Only if you send me flowers with a card that says that. Yeah. If there's one oh, thing so I can say before I go, <laughs> never stop, stop laughing. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Was it that bad? Yeah, it was a very cringy story. That was amazing. It is, it, it, it is cringy. It is cringy. A great story. To I was share. young and stupid. Lauren Lapkus, uh, plug anything quickly if you want to plug clip. Plug your to, podcast. Yeah, plug your, plug your to podcast, podcast again. It's called With Special Guest Lauren Lapkus. It's on the Earwolf Network and iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere you can get podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter at Lauren Lapkus. And and Clipped. And Clipped is on TBS Tuesdays at 10, 9 central. Watch it. I have to say I'm very impressed. Uh, TBS really is is like making a run for good comedy stuff. Yeah, right now. yeah. And I think the show is funny and I hope people like it. So Excellent. watch it. Well, yeah. again, open invitation if you want to come to the Nerdist Theater, if you guys want to cool. do like a, just a random improv night or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you should come to us. I will absolutely. Great. Enjoy reading, everybody. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.